0: Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated Good Beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers@gmail.com. at gmail.com. How you doing out there in the magical lands of the internet? Back for a little bit of roundtable stuff. We haven't done this for a while. It's been a long while. It's been a while because I moved and everybody moved, but we're going to do one. We're actually sitting in the um, kind of outdoor area of Elementary Brewing in Hackensack, New Jersey. I just ended up recording... Um, them for a podcast, um, for a brewer interview. But that'll probably go up previous of this. So if you listen to this, go back, check them out. Super cool spot. We're chugging down some classic style beers. We're drinking a little bit of nitro bitter goodness right now, right? Yeah,
1: delicious. Yeah. And uh, Tom, Tom's got some uh, IPA
0: goodness yeah, going Tom on. Tom has a little bit of hazy IPAs, creepy Tom Beam. And well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Um, we figured, uh, we just recorded with them and we figured we'd kind of circle back and do like a quick round table since I have Jones around and stuff like that. But anyway, introduce ourselves. I'm Matt from Massive Beers, Beer Massive, whatever you want to call it. King Shit of Fuck Mountain is what I like to call myself. Oh yeah, but, def- definitely. But I mean, that's up, Never for, heard that's, that before. that's up for debate. Um, then we have Jones. Um, yeah, Brad, is, uh,
1: we, we got Brewery Rep. Brewery Rep Brad. Uh, in the
0: beer industry. Hashtag meat smoke. Yeah, meat so, smoke. If you want,
1: if you want, if you want barbecue sauces, come to me.
0: Yes, that's true. So we have him kind of in here, and then we have Tom. Tom hasn't actually ever done this before, nor does I think he wants to do this either. He has
1: done a couple reviews. With I've you. done
0: some drunken reviews. Yes, yeah. Tom which, uh, are uh, in infamy right now on the internet. Yeah, they are. They're up there for sure. Um, <laughs> they, uh, Tom actually met off the internet, off the YouTubes. He actually ended up sending me a beer mail, ended up striking up a uh, friendship. Dude was at my wedding. What do you want me to say? Uh, so. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Topics. So it's been a while since we've done a like roundtable and there's been like we've done ones that have been newsy. We've done ones that have been like topical. We kind of shot the idea of throwing some news out there. There was the whole.
1: I mean, like, to be honest with you, there's not much news. I mean, like when it comes down to it is it's all the same old stuff. People have been bought out. Don't need to touch on that. I think I shot out the idea to you that it was just a cool blurb. But it, it's um, Massachusetts, one of the largest uh, glass recyclers in Massachusetts shut down because of the beer industry, because cans are the way that people are going. You know, yeah. so that was pretty, I mean, and when you think of Massachusetts, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. you know? But like I said, we kind of just wanted to come up with a topic, something that we could talk about that had nothing to do with the news part of it. Yeah, like I said, like people got bought out. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. It happened. Um, some people aren't happy with the way that their state's running things. Okay, that's great. You know, so like I said, uh, but Matt came up with a very interesting concept, uh, idea, and I think we're going to run with that one. Listen,
0: I'm pretty awesome at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and humble. Very moral. He's very He's humble. Very humble. Very humble. Uh, no, but seriously, it's kind of been something that has been weighing on my mind for a bit. So for a little bit of context, um, there's a book out there called Wisdom of Crowds. It's It's been around, I think, for... 15 years now or something like that Yeah, like we, in we've mid, touched mid-2000. on it in,
1: in other uh roundtables
0: and, and and basically the whole like the gist of it is is that um there's a theory that uh, if you actually like collectively source information from a group think kind of thing then you're going to end up with the best kind of idea out of that and then kind of like the the example that they kind of use in um in that book is there was like a a carnival thing where they're kind of guessing the weight of some object or whatever, and, and they pulled or took the results from um, you know a couple hundred people, and then they averaged those results, and it was the exact weight of the object they're trying to guess. And the whole theory around that is, if you're going to actually want a uh, accurate, and that's I guess would be the most useful word in that accurate uh, idea or more pinpoint idea that you you basically crowdsource your (laughs) stuff. And that's kind of what I see beer wise. That's happening a lot nowadays with pretty much breweries. Breweries are, um, you know, bursting. They're making a ton of money and nine times out of 10, they're making a ton of money, making the kind of new England style, easy IPAs. And what, it seems like is they're all probably um or they're all definitely using that kind of groupthink mentality to where they're they're using uh what other brewers are doing they're using what uh, the public are, are doing uh when it comes to what they want to drink what they're saying about what they want to drink and those kind of things and they're kind of tailoring what they make based off of what everybody else is making again it, it's basically a long-form way of saying they're making popular shit um but it, it goes deeper than that you know what i mean is there yeah. People are tailoring their whole business around it. We've seen it from breweries um, that were kind of local to us when we lived in northeastern Pennsylvania. There's a brewery, yeah. a local brewery there called Breaker Brewing. Um, for years, they made a gamut of styles. It was pretty much, you know, you can go in there and get a small little kind of porter to a little bit of a, you know, cucumber goza to, um, you know, a, you know a West Coast IPA to kind of an East Coast IPA to a stout to a barley and a whole nine. And their their, their um, menu And a tap room would be quite diverse, but now if you walk in there, uh, it's probably a third, if not half of IPA and usually kind of hazy IPA. So you see it from a local perspective to a big perspective. So that's kind of the tee tee up of the subject that we're going to talk about. Now you riff on what you think about it real quick and then let's go back and forth and do whatever.
1: Yeah. Like I, I think it's, it's, it's a lot of just hive mind mentality. Like, you know, um, a collective of people that are together within an industry and you see what's working, you see what's selling and i mean there were some people that were at the forefront of it definitely i mean there there were some creatives that locked that style down be it the new england ipa or even we go the other direction a little bit darker with uh pastry stouts or barrel aged stouts and things like that and then you see that because they were a hit now these other breweries were like well if that's selling that's how I can get my name on the map. Right, and I think what you're saying also, it's one of those that there's a lot of evidence out there, there's a lot of research out there, a lot of ways that you can get information now that you couldn't in the past. There's apps, there's talk boards or message boards and things like that, so you get a lot of feedback very quickly within this industry of whether it was good, whether people like it, whether it sells, and all of that stuff. So, I mean, like, that wasn't there 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Whatever Whatever it was, that's coming up. And, and I think a lot of these brewers really are good at honing that, seeing it, you know, eating that data up and spitting it back out. And, I mean, for good or for better or for worse or whatever, it's kind of a norm that's going on in our society within this Beer industry right now, you know. Oh yeah, not it, just beer either. It's, no, I said, it's just all over. Like, place. Yeah, like I mean, like you see the the latest app, like something that's, uh, say, one of those pay to play type game apps. They all look the same. Yeah. Because one worked, and then the next one worked, and then the next one worked. You know, so like I said, I mean, it's in all aspects of our life, but in the beer industry, because it's such a, I guess, a microcosm of what's going on in the in the industry in the United States. You know, yes, some of it's uh, regionalized. You know, um, maybe down in Florida they have stuff going on that's not the hazy IPA. But they're also looking at that that segment of data down there. You know, there's a lot of pastry stout, big stout breweries coming out of Florida, and it's working for them. You know, like I said, so, I mean, like, like I said, you can regionalize it, you can nationalize it, you know, um, but definitely you cannot... Say that it doesn't exist. The people are definitely out there looking at this and seeing what's working, and they they want to emulate it, and they want to hone like hard, you know, like hone it for themselves and
0: boost their brewery. Well, I mean, like to like, how do I put it? We'll go with the. I mean, Tom's drinking sports ball. Let's talk about sports ball. So. Like in, 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 and I mean actual sports, um, you know what I mean? You see it a lot in sports, the crowdsourcing thing, the like-minded thing. Especially in the NFL, everybody pretty much runs the same offense. You know what I mean? Everybody tries to do the, do the same thing in football. But then someone kind of breaks out and does something different and takes on something new. Nine times out of ten, the people that are thinking slightly outside the box are the ones that actually end up winning. You know what I mean? Like, for example, yeah. you know what I mean? A lot of uh, player uh, people in you know professional sports football weren't doing run past offense RPOs and that's pretty much when the Super Bowl for the Eagles So now next year this year coming into football you're gonna see everybody doing the RPO yeah it's kind of like the same thing in beer and when you live in a 24-hour news cycle or life cycle even not even news cycle nowadays it's like if you get left behind on the trend it's almost like FOMO but inside of a brewer's mind is that they have to keep up with what everybody's doing so you have that kind of 24-hour news cycle so you look at people like perfect example would be Hudson Valley Brewing is that you know uh, you know take it, this for what it's worth this is what i know and think or heard or whatever but you have a brewery which is making kind of sour sour beers sour uh, hopped forward beers and they're also making like clean kind of colches and pilsners they go to make ipas they start making ipas and then eh, you know they kind of have an ipa go sour on them all of a sudden they have a sour ipa that's kicking fucking awesome they're blowing up the market with a ton of different kind of sour ipas now it's they were the only one doing it no one was doing that kind of lactose laden big sour ipa they you know whether they did it on purpose whether they half-assed into it by mistake or whatever is up for debate they only know technically but now it almost seems like every single person is trying to come out with a sour ipa so it's like you have this innovation which seems to be curbed by the uh, by the group think which i guess is kind of the whole impetus for this conversation is that when everybody's thinking the same then no one's thinking so it's kind of like one of those things where everybody's doing the same thing and then you kind of lose ingenuity that you do have blips and blurbs and spurts of stuff like whether it be the sour IPA or whether it be even a lactose IPA if you go back a couple years no one was doing it and then someone ended up doing it but once you have those blips and blurbs of innovation it seems like everybody just constantly shifts into that new um, idea of what's cool and then it just gets absorbed in that kind of like-minded thought process to where like even when you have ingenuity and invention come from uh, a group of like-minded people doing the same thing over and over again, that just gets absorbed in the collective. It's almost like the the Borg of Beard. You know what I mean? They're just going to assimilate and kind of conquer. Um, yeah, I'm making... Uh, See, so I had to reference the Borg in order to get Tom to make like, a grunting noise. The, the, so I know where he stands. The nerdery kicked in. Yeah. But
2: uh, no, it's like that, that bandwagon mentality where um, everyone's doing the same thing until someone accidentally or on purpose does something different, and then it creates the new bandwagon mm-hmm. right like so yeah like everyone was doing the northeast ipa and that's cool new england and all that and then whether by purpose or not hudson valley does the uh, the sour ipa and now all of a sudden it's like all right well you branched out and then now everyone's gonna like this is the new bandwagon to get on and it becomes sort of like as a consumer a little bit monotonous um to have that sort of like huge bandwagon swing where all of a sudden all right well this brewery is switching over to like nine out of ten of their lo- of their cans are going to be this particular style like, you know, hey, great, you did it um, you did a really good job of this beer Like, it doesn't have to be the same thing all the time um, like, you know I-, I was up at Hudson Valley last summer and I was like looking up to, uh, oh, going to have some good sours and stuff, like they had just started doing like their IPAs and stuff and like, it was like 12 out of 14 draft lines were, were IPAs and-, and I was just kind of like, alright, well, you're kind of kicking a dead horse at this point right like you're you're jumping on the bandwagon like this sells i get it i get it i get it but you know as a consumer i'm like i'd like to try a couple of different things i want to see you branch out i want to see you try some different stuff um and whether it sells or not like the so to to your point originally of the ingenuity like well where does that go if everyone's like trying to sell the same thing because they're jumping on the bandwagon because that makes some money well does that kill ingenuity like are you branching out and trying some different styles like you did a good job of this style i'd like to see you try this other style like you're a good brewer i can tell technically like you know what you're doing try something different so as a consumer like when i go into a place and i see like you know all one style like different variations on one style yeah all right like will impress me like show me something new um but i get it like it sells so that's what you're going to do you're like it, they're all businesses right we're in, they're in the they're in yeah. the industry to make money yeah you they're, get, they're they're in the industry to like you know do their craft but yeah. they're all do- you gotta make that money to stay open.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean if if you don't if you don't keep the lights on, you can't be you can't create anything new because you can't, no one's gonna right. Yeah, so you, you can't innovate to, if you're not open. Yeah, you have to keep the lights on, but it's like it's very much like politics nowadays. It's like when you're talking about like um, you know, the two party system when it comes to politics, or even just like the people that live in that system, and I don't mean the actual politicians, I mean people that are very into politics, but very into two-party system politics, It's all. it used to be, there used to be a discourse, there used to be a conversation, at least. Sure, there was a lot of bickering and arguing and shit like that, but there used to be some kind of middle ground to be found. Now it seems like everybody's tugging on either direction. It's either you're so far fucking right, or you're so far fucking left. Because if that person's so far to the fuck right, I need to be so far to the fucking left in order to bring balance to the situation, what you end up having is Everybody who's making the loudest noise and screaming on the fringes of edges of things. So you have everybody that's, I'm making a fucking hazy New England style IPA that tastes like sugar candy, bitter water, and you can go (laughs) fuck yourself. Or there's someone that's like, I am making Pilsner. And it's the cleanest, most purest thing in the history of mankind, so go fuck yourself. And you rarely find a brewery that's kind of floating somewhere in the middle. I, I've yeah. on this before. I've talked about Rushing Duck. I kind of find them floating somewhere in the middle for me because they do both ends of the spectrum and everything in between. Really fucking awesome. But that's kind of like I don't see anybody waiting in line at that brewery. I don't see anybody ever waiting for cans at that brewery. Now, is that the ultimate goal? Is waiting in line trying to get people to wait in line for cans does that even fucking matter I don't fucking know you know what I mean like there's breweries like we're sitting here at fucking elementary they crush it on the fucking clean beer end of, end of things they Yeah the Bitters small doesn't beers, suck Bitters all. they do that stuff but they also make a hazy IPA they're yeah. kind of just making good beer in their uh, as they put it as uh blake put it you know what I mean if they produce this amount of beer and they sell it at Five minutes before close on Sunday, from Thursday to Sunday, or they sell it all in a, on a on a on a Thursday. They're still depositing on the same check at the end of that period. You know what I mean? Whether they sell it in five days or four days, sure, you may have a little bit of overhead, more people tending the bar. But where does that kind of where do you draw that line? Like, like when do you do you? Is that what you want to be? Is it what you want to be is a person chasing the style so you have those lines, so you live in that world? Or do you just want to keep your head down and make good beer? It's like a weird thing. And that's where I kind of see the separation coming. It seems like there's breweries. It sounds fucking like a super dick thing to say. It seems like some breweries don't want to be breweries. They just want to make cool beer. Yeah. Whereas some places just want to make good beer. And if you like it, you like it. If not, yeah, whatever. You know, some people like cucumbers pickled. So, you know what I mean? It's a matter of, you know, it's a subjective thing. But at the same time, you know, what are what is your motivation? You know what I mean? Is your motivation to be creative and to do cool things that you enjoy? Or is it just to make the cool thing that be, that's being made now?
1: Yeah, like, and I, I think touching on that point where you said before where it's one of those that you have to be so far to one side or so far to the other side to be seen or whatever it is. Like, so the crazy side of it, you just see worse and worse. Like, I mean, like maybe the stuff does taste good, but you see ingredients that they're using that it's just like, they're just trying to out crazy Mm -hmm. the crazies, (laughs) you know? It's like, oh, so you made a ramen pickle, you know, like double marshmallow stout. Okay, well, we're going to make one with cotton candy and this, that, and the other thing. Right. So it's like, and then on the other side of the spectrum is, I don't know if they're so far left or right or whatever that they're making clean cut beers that they're getting known for that. Or if it's just that we're so far in one direction that we're pushing it as a collective of people and a collective of, of buyers that these guys look so refreshing on the other side of it. I mean, like you, you can go with uh, breweries like on the West Coast. Uh, I want to say it's Freem just makes really clean-cut pilsners, lagers, you know, elementary. We're sitting here having an ESB, a bitters, a pilsner, a Kolsch, you know, Bond Place Brewing in 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 Pennsylvania. Like, again, like, they're... I don't know if you, if you want to call it a flagship. I hate saying flagship, but they're doing, you know, an ordinary bitters, and it's damn good. You know, like, but as, you know, Like I said, so, like, I don't see those guys as, like, they're trying to be so traditional to be traditional. It's just what they love, and it's refreshing to see it versus the other batshit crazy stuff that people are throwing at the walls, but that's the stuff that's selling. So, like, it is. It's a fine line, I think, for a brewer where it's like, what am I going to get paid for, and what am I going to do? Because I love to do certain things. I don't get paid to do them, though. I get paid to do what I what I get paid to do. So if you're a brewery and you need to bring that money in, and and crazy batshit lactose IPAs with marshmallows and graham crackers and things like that is what you're making and that's what's selling. Then you know, like I mean, I think the band Cake had a song, you know, sad songs and waltzes aren't selling this year. Well, I guess you know the, it's the same fucking thing. It's like if there's certain beers that if you're not if you're making them, you're not really Beating down the door at the you know like at the forefront of what's going on these people want to see that crazy shit
2: i guess it depends on what you aspire to right like as a brewery so like there's breweries that i mean one of which we went to this morning which is you aspire to be like kind of like kooky ass like ingredient style like you know uh 18 different adjunct stouts or whether it's that brewery you're talking about that's like just making like really really good like esbs and like milds and like they're looking to um to sell to like their local community and then there's certain breweries i think that are looking to like kind of just make a name and like sell cool shit just to sell cool shit and like we all kind of like go for like cool shit sometimes like the stout with like you know almonds and coconuts and macaroons and you know like, chili peppers like you gotta and throw chili honey, peppers honey, to that. honey pepper yeah. and whatever and like we all go for that and that's great but like those breweries are like the ones where you're just like yeah you're selling me bubble gum like i get it like i'm not like like you're making a beer that's like feeding like the like the, like the brainless part of me and it's great and i like it and it's cool but like you don't necessarily want to drink that all the time like the like what brad's saying about like the breweries that are making like just super solid like like the ESB that I just had here at elementary, it's like I could drink that every day. I could drink that every damn day. I couldn't drink a 15% like coconut, almond, vanilla stout every trying, day. You're not trying hard no, enough. No, yeah, that's just me. I mean, my, li- my liver's just not <laughs> up to it. I'm sorry. I'm not trying hard enough. Wait,
1: you don't you don't start out shares with 16% alcohol stouts? Oh, uh, that
2: was the last time. That was yeah. the last time, yes. But, um, but I could like, you know, totally drink the ESB that we had here. Every day, and it's like super well made. So, is that brewery trying to like just sell good beer and make the good beer that they want to make, or is it a brewery that's just trying to like sell the hype beast?
0: Yeah, outside outside of just trying to make shit to to for the sake of money, it, it's a weird thing because it's like it's it's the you know, it's like the kid who says I knew that band before they got big. It's like <laughs> I make I mean make... you've been hanging
2: out in Williamsburg. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: closer to where we live now.
0: It's yeah. like I make you know i make the hazy ipa because i I hate macro beer but like the hazy ipa is macro beer at this point it's pretty much what everybody makes so it's you end up being the thing you're trying not to be um, which ends up curbing i think and that's the kind kind of the kind of discussion is does it curb ingenuity does it curb creation and newer things because that's what happens like you know in the, the 80s and the 90s kind of sucked that way when it came to like food and beer because what it ended up being is just olive garden and fucking red lobster and fucking all chilies and all that shit and there's nothing wrong with that, either. Like, give me a fucking biscuit from uh, lobster. I'm fucking... Cheddar, this thing's ch- fucking cheddar, delicious. Cheddar biscuit. But they're awesome. Yeah. But they're, they're awesome in a way that they're simple. It's like an Elio's pizza. It's not a good pizza, but every now and then, I kind of want a shitty Elio's pizza. So, but it ends up becoming a norm, and then it ends up kind of like, okay, the mom-and-pop kind of awesome uh, restaurant kind of loses traction and kind of loses a uh, grip because all this kind of big business shit going on, same thing happened with beer, you know, it was pretty much Bud and all that shit, and then you had these kind of generic bullshit brew pubs kind of pop up, and it was just, there was nothing there as far as, like, genuine, like, like ball-tightening fucking creation deliciousness, and it kind of seems like it's, like, a weird kind of thing that's happening in beer, sure, You have the kings of the kings that are always going to do kind of fun stuff, whether, you know, Allagash's of the world or breweries like that that are going to do awesome things that are just like, you know, not... They're doing it because they want to be creative. They're doing things because they want to um, just create something fun without having a kind of end goal in mind. Again, they have to keep the lights on, but I don't think they have a problem keeping them on. So they're afforded the opportunity to do that, whereas... You have, you want that from newer breweries. Not that you're not getting them. You know what I mean. There's smaller breweries that do create and do fun stuff, but it's like a bulk of it. it, it, it it's a weird thing because it's a hard argument to have. Because am I being that guy? Am I get being that guy that like you pulling so far in one direction, going, oh that shit's dumb because it's just the cool shit now. But then like if you pull, you know like again the argument i was talking about like oh that band i knew that band before they got big am i just being that guy I'd be like oh yeah that's just the cool <laughs> stuff i like yeah. this stuff because it's not big but when that stuff gets big and be like i don't like that stuff do you know what i mean i like this stuff and i knew that band before it got big so but i like this stuff now it's a weird kind of world to live in because it's like you want ingenuity, you want creation you want people to do different kind of things when it comes to beer and it kind of sucks when everybody's doing the same thing
1: I, th- I think though like if you kind of combine what both of you guys have been saying like uh, you know Tom Tom kind of um, yeah but, like I said like I said uh, the kind of like a mixture of what both of you've been saying you know there's what's popular there's what's out there and then there, there's breweries that do what they do because that's they have that plan that's what they do that's what they like to do so. Um, even when you get like certain ones like I said, like I'll use cascade as a example for it. you see ingenuity and creativity out of cascade when cascade is only known for doing sour beers, right but you see the stuff that they're doing with the sour beer that as a patron somebody that's gonna buy it, like I enjoy to see what they're doing like they're pushing different ones like it's it's not they're not just sitting there going like, oh, this is a Uh, Eau de Brune or Eau de Rouge, you know, like this is not just, okay, here's one that tastes like it should be a Manhattan cocktail. Here's one that, you know, tastes like it should be a sidecar, you know, whatever it is. I mean, like they're, they're taking that style of, that they want to brew and that they, they want to promote themselves with, but they're also showing ingenuity and creativity within that style and so i mean that does exist like you could you can sit there and be like you know what we're gonna be a logger brewery you know uh we can use jack's abbey as an example and then they show you all the things that you can do within a logger you know this is this style this hop this technique whatever it is and they're showing you creativity and ingenuity within that style you know did they want to go make other stuff? Yes. They splintered off and they made another brewery that would cover those other styles that they wanted to do. But the thing is is like, you know, you can make hot stuff. You can make things that people are going to buy. You can make creative stuff that isn't in the norm. Isn't what the crowd is seeking and it still pays off. Right? You know, like I said, I mean like yes, collectively in the in the United States, I mean, this could be different in Europe. But in the United States, it's that mentality, that fear of missing out. I want to be part of the crowd. I want to do what's going on. What's the new hot thing? I'm going to wear the new hottest clothes. I'm going to buy the new hottest car. And it's like that in the beer industry. You know, if if lactose, oat, you know, triple dry hopped, New England IPAs are what's it. Every brewery is out there that wants to make the money is going to be making one.
2: But at the same time, like... So what's the point at which uh, you you decide to like jump off the bandwagon and start making something new to be the new bandwagon, right? Like at a certain point, like brewer- breweries have to um, split off and say, like, hey, you know what? The way to start the new wave is to try this new thing. And if, if everyone's going along with the uh, like, you know, again, like the New England IPA, like every like everyone's got their ha- hazy IPA, their hazy hazy double IPA, everyone's making the same thing, like well, when's the new trend start? Cause it's all trend based, right? It's like, everyone's like, oh, this is the new hot shit. This is the new that. Someone eventually has to start something new, try something different, be the, you know, ingenious sort of uh, brewer who tries something new. And then it becomes the new, the new hot style. Like at a certain point you have to say like, Hey, like I'm going to differentiate myself from everyone else.
0: Well, it's also this. I think in the end, and it's the same thing with music, I touched on that, you know, the kind of, like, I'm cool, I listen to that band when I was younger kind of thing, it's not so much, it's, not, in the end, I think, seasoned beer drinkers, or whoever, just want to be inspired, you know what I mean, you want someone to create something that they give a shit about, that's fun, that they're co- actively trying to make something that is, you know what I mean? Noteworthy and that they give a shit and that's something that breweries are proud of. It seems like a lot of the market is flooded with pretty much what you touched on, Tom, which was the um, same beer, slightly different option. It's like, it's not so much that when, you know, Brewery X releases their, their every two weeks, they release a DDH, a double IPA. It's not so much that you have a markedly different beer. It's like, oh, it's a Passat, but this one is blue instead of green or, Oh, this one has a, you know, a a sunroof and the other one didn't, it's like the same thing regurgitated over and over again with subtle differences to the point where you're like, okay, it's technically different, but there's really not much there to really get me kind of hot and bothered about because it almost seems like a lot of the industry is getting lazy in that point that they're not, that I shouldn't even say lazy. They're getting, um, it's almost like a manufactured laziness to where they don't, maybe they don't even want to be lazy, but they can't afford to not be lazy because if they tried to go too far in the other direction, that they might fuck up in some form or fashion to either have to dump a beer or something that will be pretty crapcastic. Because what I see, I've seen it happen to breweries, rightfully and wrongfully so, to where they ch- start to color outside the lines, and now people are like, ah, the last couple things they've done have been okay. There's no reason to go back to that place. So it's like almost like a brewer, like you're kind of like you're 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 caged by your own inhibition. Because if you if you God forbid. You start to do something different and it doesn't mm. take, then now you're not hot shit and people don't want to fuck with you no more. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a weird thing. You want that creativeness, you want that ingenuity. That's why when I have beers, like I'll have beers from the one brewery that um, sends me beers, a place called Hot Butcher for the World. They're like uh, fucking Chicago. I love them they send me beers and every now and then i'll do a review and i'll be like ah, it's okay it's, you know it's not my thing i think it kind of went sideways but at the end of that i i say this and i say that not because i'm trying to suck somebody's dick because i don't give a fuck about shit is that i glad they took the swing at yeah. being different or trying yeah. something different or being a little bit unique and trying to kind of color outside the lines i like that cut i like yeah. them taking that cut as opposed to being like, this is what works. Let's not fuck with well, shit because God forbid we don't make something that tastes like everything else. Right, you See, get
2: beholden to your success almost in a way where like you're like, all right, I got like, I got the 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 neck beards to line up for this beer, and I need them to keep lining up. So, therefore, I'm going to keep making this type of beer with like. Change the hops. With the, with, the power, with the power windows instead of, you know, whatever, like the little variations in the car, and change the hops, you know, double dry hop, triple dry hop, whatever, same beer functionally. You're like, all right, once I get people to line up for this, I need to keep making people line up for it. And if they don't, because whatever they tried something new, like you were saying, and it went sideways, like, all right, well, reviews were bad. Like, people aren't lining up next week. Well, you're beholding to your success in a way. You're like, all right, well, I can't deviate. I can't try new things because I got Now that I got this success level, I got to keep it up. Yeah. And you're and you're stuck.
1: Is, it, I, I was gonna say like like I think the deeper I've gotten into this world and the, the, this industry and stuff like that, the more respect I have for somebody. And I am mean, like, whatever. I'm gonna name names. Whatever. Sam at Dogfish Head. Like, there's a company that just like he wants to throw a thousand pounds of shit on a wall and see what sticks right he has a lot more misses than he has hits but the thing is i respect the hell out of him because he's taking that 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 like you know what we're gonna do something ridiculous and you're gonna be like what the hell is it you know sometimes it works and sometimes it works very well and other times it doesn't but the thing is if it doesn't work move on it's the next thing. Like, he has, he has his core beers. He has the stuff that people love at day in and day out, your 60-minute, your 90-minute, 120, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is, worldwide stout, you know, the stuff that he's going to produce year after year after year. But then he takes, like, that home run swing, and he hits a sequential. He hits, you know, something else. It doesn't matter. Like, PA Tuxedo, mm-hmm. awesome beer. You know, he hits those home runs. But he hits those home runs because he
0: strikes out. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like, I mean, to go back to, this, to the well of the sports analogy, it's 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 one of those things where it's it's, you know, the Allagash of the world or even newer than that, like your hill farm set of the world. They got where they got, you know what I mean? The, even like Treehouse, to an extent, even though they're a hazy IPA maker and they do other things, they got where they got because they did what they did and they were creative and inventive in what they tried to do. Um, and, and, and people love them because of what they did the people that are making this stuff now the you know we keep hammering on the hazy ipa but it's an easy target but it, you know it, it presents itself as an easy target they're trying to be so safe that their ceiling is so short it's kind of like you know in the nba you know like you could draft a player that you're certain you're going to get you know, at worst, you're going to get 10 points a game and 10 rebounds, but you might get 18 points a game and 15 rebounds. So, but, or you could take somebody like that guy from Europe, Luka Doncic, where you'd be like, he probably is going to be good, but he could be 30 points a game and, you know, 15 rebounds and 10 assists a game, but he's not guaranteed. So, like it, long-winded analogy that probably didn't land for fucking anybody outside of fucking <laughs> no. basketball fandom is that Yo Greg Popovich is, 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 is like it, he loves this analogy. <laughs> yeah, quietly ignoring Greg um, Sager. But it's it's <laughs> it, it's one of those things where like the floor the floor and ceiling of the breweries that are doing the things that everybody wants to do is so is tight. So their greatness, what they try to do, what they're trying to do, the thing where they're trying to get to and who they want to be is almost curbed because they're not being creative enough. So for their, for example, their aspirations of making, the, the reason why they're making those beers is because they want to be Trillium, they want to be Treehouse, but they'll never get there because they're trying to do, they're trying to duplicate those yeah. beers and they don't have that want to or that greatness to color outside the lines, where is if they took a chance, sure, in a short run, the myopic view, if they, if they tried some things that didn't land, sure, they might not, hit their numbers at the end of the month in their ledger book, God forbid. But if they do that enough, they can get past that. They can get to the level that they aspire to, but they'll never like those breweries that are just copycats are never gonna get to that level. No. They're making they're making somebody else's beer to an extent and they're not gonna get they're not gonna get there.
1: I mean you look at the like say I I I'll say like the first surge of American craft brewery, Serge, Serge, Serge. Serge. Okay. um, he sells guns and, you know, paintings. and paintings. No, but so like the first surge in American craft brewery, like, I mean, we're going to sit here. You can't deny it's like Sam Adams that that's that surge of whatever, you know, so you have all these craft breweries that came after them that ex- aspire to be them. Well like Matt said like you're only gonna get to a certain point and that's it you, you know he got to that point they got to that point through creativity whatever they got the, like to that point for if you're trying to beat them you're never gonna be better than them you know all these guys that want to be Michael Jordan you're gonna be as good as he was maybe you're not gonna be better than he was if you if that's what you want to be because you're gonna get to that point and you're gonna be like oh I arrived. I got, I got, I got to where I want to be. It's not gonna happen, like you know. So like, you want to be better than the people that came before you. Take their shooters, got to shoot. Yeah, swing
2: for the fences. You keep know, the sports no, no, no but
1: no, but like, but like, <laughs> you want, you want to look at the person that you idolize and say, how can I do what he did but better? Yeah, how it's can a, I make it better? Like,
0: in like, like, let's just touch on all the fucking analogies today. <laughs> Listen, one of the best lyrics in the history of music. Stop collaborating. Listen. <laughs> well, that's true. That's one of them. But it's a tropical quest. It's Scared money don't make none. You know what I mean? And, it doesn't. And, and if you if you're if you're if you're not willing to kind of step outside those lines, I keep saying, cut outside the lines or do something different. You can make a nice living. You could also make a nice living being a manager of Pacific Sunwear or a box company. you know what I mean? Like, but is that inspiring? Is that something that you want to live for? Listen, I don't. I, I know people that have gotten in the brewing industry just to make money. That's fine. I know people who, you know, it, it, do it just because it's a job. But those are few and far between. Those aren't, aren't inspiring. I don't. Yeah. Those aren't inspiring things. More times than not, the people that I know that have gotten in the industry are uh, creative people. They just want to do something fun and they want to be have an outlet for something that's beyond just a job. And a lot of the people I see making the kind of run of the mill hazies and all that kind of stuff seem like people that do give a shit but it's kind of like they feel like they need to live in that world Um, and you know what I mean If, if 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 that's the world that they choose to live in so be it but in the grand scheme of things I don't know, man. I just want people that are inspired, people that want to make fun things, and people that want to put the fucking chips in the middle of the table. It feels like a lot of people are afraid to do that, and I don't think they should be. So, th- this is actually almost a PSA for people that are making beers that are not yeah. hazy's. Please do it. Please do it. I'll fucking buy it every fucking time, or I'll ask you for yeah. Free just maybe. just like uh, yeah. e- email Matt, and send him free shit. <laughs> no, no, but ir- like, no. but like like I
1: mean, we're gonna go with the music on that one. I waited like fifteen years. For somebody to put on an album like Tribe Called Quest, and guess who did it? Tribe Called Quest, 15 <laughs> years later. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like, it, it's in every industry. It's everywhere you go. I mean, Tom is a born and bred New Yorker. I'm sure he suffered through a lot of years as a foodie or whatever, suffering, like, shitty French cuisine that was, like, uh, two-ounce servings for ex- extreme amount of money. You know, that's not what you want all the time not what you want like i said i mean like we touched on it with the guys from elementary you know in the 90s the the wine industry in california went through like a certain it's just like smacking in the face big cab salves you know and everyone had to make them because if you didn't make them you weren't making money you know and i I think that's what the beer industry is going through now but it's just like you're waiting for that person or that whoever it is, to be the next one to be like, this is the next thing. This is what's going on. You know, like, somebody to create a beer or a style or just do it to a point where, like, people are just like, you know what, well, I don't even know what those IPAs were.
2: Well, it, it goes back to Matt Matt's point about, like, you know, what do you, you want to be? Like, why did you get into this? Like, do you want to, like, be the guy that, like, is in it to, like, make money or are you in it to be the guy that's, like, being creative? Because if you're in it to be creative, then, like, you got to, like, swing for the fences and, like, try to hit that home run. Like you were saying, like, you know, like, when are you going to innovate? When are you going to, like, take a risk and say, like, hey, you know what? This may uh, this may fucking kill my business, but, like, this is the beer that I want to make. And uh, either the people fucking come along with it and they buy into it and it's a hit or not. But either way, like, I'm not in it just to, like, make cloudy hazy IPA double dry hop bullshit that I know will like sell enough for me to make my end of the month amounts of money or like you know what I want to fucking make X whatever beer I want to make some crazy ass fucking like Alt beer and like make it cool, listen, and like Alt, Alt whatever. Beer never gonna be cool, all right. But, um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, try something outside <laughs> just...
0: I'll, I'll, I'll of Dusseldorf, let's, no, let's, no one's let's, making them. Let's put this and let's. I want to say this before <laughs> the end because we're we, ha- we have to stop saying because we're literally families don't want to sit around <laughs> us because they're afraid they're gonna make noise. <laughs> scared a child um, away, yeah. They literally left because they're like, oh. I mean, there was there was there were six fucking f bombs <laughs> in that. Well, that year. Might have been it's sorry fine, about that, they're young enough, they don't know, but um. I, I love hazy IPAs. We're not no, disparaging this... fucking hazy IPAs with delicious stuff. So it's not so much it's an easy target, let's pick on, like I said. I, I moved <laughs> I moved to New York and within
1: two months I've been to the other half
0: Yeah. Nine times Fourteen so,
1: times. Yeah. Like so including know, this morning. They know me my name, I walk in, hey Brad. You, you just
0: want you just want you want to be inspired. You want someone to give a shit. And it feels like there's a lot of you know, the same thing regurgitated over and over. And you just want somebody to just be if, if making, like, in Equilibrium, they make sours and stuff like that, but they make high GIPAs, but anytime I talk to the owners or I deal with them, they're fucking so teed up and geeked about the shit that they do. You can't help but love the fact that they're making them, and it's, they're not trying to make somebody else's beer. They're just so, oh, this is so cool. I think we did something really cool right here. Mm. Yeah, now, man. I'm not connected with every brewery, but I don't see that from a lot of people. So I just want people to be happy. I just want people to be, at the same time, love what they're doing. And it just seems like, uh, you know, there's a little bit of the kind of job mentality that comes at it. There's a,
2: there's an energy that comes along when like you're like interacting with someone that's uh, passionate about what they're doing and you get, you get geeked up because they're geeked up. Right. Like if you, we can, we've all like walked into places and you're like, you're like, you go up to the bar and you ask whoever's behind the bar, like, Hey, like what's the first time here? What should I drink? And they're like, whatever, this is okay. like, you're not geeked up over it because like the, the the brewery itself isn't like hyped about their own shit. Whereas like you're talking about Equilibrium, like you know you go in there and you're like, hey, we think we did something really cool. You may drink it and think it sucks, but like you're gonna try it because the guys like putting this forward. Like I think yeah. this is really fucking good. We made this. It's re- we're we're hyped about it. And they, I think as human beings, we're all drawn to like that energy of like, oh shit, you're like mad enthusiastic about this. Like yeah. I I I want to try it now.
1: If I if I walk into like a top craft beer bar in New York City, you know, and I ask for a recommendation, ninety nine point nine percent of the time that bartender's like, yo, this is selling. It's great. Mm. Whatever it is, they're gonna point out one, two, three. And that's it. You know, like I mean, like I said, so if you're not enthusiastic about it, then why am I gonna wanna try it? If a bartender isn't gonna be enthusiastic about the beer that they're pouring for you, then maybe you should look at your fucking business model as a brewery because, like, if a bartender who's serving it and makes money off the tips that they're going to get can't even back your fucking company, then create something new, man.
0: Yeah, It really is what it comes down to. You know what? It's weird because I feel bad because I'm trying to make... We're trying to do this. We're trying to do a podcast. But literally every podcast ends. be a good person, don't be a douchebag, be right, be good be um, matt's
1: a douchebag he's an yeah, asshole and like kind of yeah like, but the thing is, is if you want honesty like i mean that's what you're gonna get like yeah. I, I i i'm gonna say this like there's a lot of people in this world that are in this industry and i'm in this industry and i'm deep into the fucking industry at this point you know there's a lot of people that just want to be a good guy they want to be a, your friend whatever fuck no give an opinion Yep. It's what it comes down to. I don't give a shit if you think I'm the biggest asshole on the face of the fucking earth. I gave you my opinion, and I'll stick by it, and I'll die with it. You know, and that's what it comes down to. Like, I'll tell you your beer's not good. Just because it's local doesn't mean it's good, and I'm seeing that everywhere I go. You know, and, and that's the thing. is like, it's, it's just don't be a dick about the way that you tell them. You know, like, Be honest this is my opinion, this is my feedback. Because if you're an artist, you're a creator, and that's what these brewers are, they're artistic, they're creators, they wanna get that feedback. But if you sit there and just blow them and tell them everything is fa- oh, it's fantastic, they're never gonna learn. And that's what it comes down to it. So, but if you give that constructive feedback, if you know what the fuck you're talking about, and you say, you know what, there's not enough balance in this beer, it's too hoppy, it's too this, it's too that. You know, that brewer is going to sit there and go, you know what? Let me take a look at that recipe. Let me see what because this guy actually gave me some insight. He gave me some feedback. He knew what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what it comes down to. So it's like you you don't have
0: to be everyone's friend. Words of wisdom by my lovely teddy bear, <laughs> Bradley. Thank you very yeah. much, brother.
2: Who actually has a bear on his shirt right now. Yeah, he now. does. Cosmic a yeah, yeah. cosmic bear.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, listen. If you're sitting here, you're going to listen to this, you're going to compute it, you're going to absorb it, um, write us, let us know what you think, um, massivebeers at gmail.com, let us know if you want us to kind of expand on it, if you actually want to throw mails out there and let us know what you think um, about things and kind of start a conversation. That's kind of where this is here. We're not, uh, we're not sitting here saying this is right, this is wrong, we're just talking about our own opinion, so... Please uh, write us in, reach out to us, whether it be on social media, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of fun stuff, IRC, Friendster, um, all that fun stuff. You can get us at Beer Massive Podcast, but gmail is uh, uh, gmail.com so check that out. So thank you very much, Tom. Yeah. Appreciate you coming down to Brooklyn, Happy to Tom. be here. Uh, Brad, the uh, the uh, Mysterioso beer rep that talks about things, and then... We have the quiet one in the corner there that fetch us beer. So it's pretty awesome. And me, Matt, Massive Beer. So hopefully you guys enjoyed your conversation. Get back to us. We'll talk to you later. Cheers. (laughs)